0: Hey guys, welcome to Anything But Routine, and today we have a special podcast um, with Cindy and Amanda talking about preschool. Before we get into this, I want to give you guys a couple resources that you can get at the Just For Kick store that will help out your preschool classes immensely. Number one is the Tutu Tots Mats, um, where you can have your kids put their base foot down and show each base position for ballet. Number two, Cindy wrote her very own book. It's called uh, Going to Dance Class, and it's a great book to use in your classroom. So, sit back, enjoy this part one of the preschool class. Enjoy.
1: starting preschool and Amanda's joining me over here um, and we will be hitting preschool ready to go so it's probably one of my favorite things to talk about and we're gonna quick show this promo video and we did show it in the other class but we want to just show it again, where we talk about our preschool program, and we're going to try to get you in an hour with lots of stuff. This is going to be a lot of stuff, so get your writing tools out. Here we go. So let's just talk preschool. Your your class length can vary, but we do 30 minutes, much past that, and they are not going to last. And it you can fit two in one hour, but I would put a five-minute break in between, and like I said in the last class, less time in terms of competing, usually less time in terms of prep, less choreography work, in my opinion. Some people find it harder. One of the biggest things I think is communicate before they arrive much better than you would think. So we do a letter it's and and it's in your download. So you can copy it and change it to your own words. But I talk a lot about... Um, their child's personality, like embrace their child's personality. Some kids will stand back and not do it. And their parents take it like, you know, how your, your daughter or son dance in preschool dance does not reflect what type of parent you are. And sometimes they start getting paranoid that if their child doesn't do it. So I talk about that. Like I, I always use my granddaughter as an example. I had one granddaughter, Cora, that would just stand there and look around and she wouldn't do it. And my son was getting a little frustrated with her. Well, then they'd get home, she knew the whole dance. She would do the whole thing, she knew what we were doing. She was absorbing, retaining, she was learning. She just had a different way of learning. And I think that's important for parents to know. Um, And I, I just talk about going potty before class, about what they can do to set their child up for success in this letter. So I talk about our curriculum and our goals. And our curriculum has a way of turning things that appear to be games into their activities, but they're learning. They're not – we're not playing. We're teaching. But we want parents to know they're cleverly disguised as games so the kids will – you know, learn while they're doing it. So, and we we'll give examples of that in the letter. We're teaching right and left. We're teaching teamwork. We're teaching directional changes. We're teaching creativity and um, rhythmic patterns. So all of that is important for kids to learn. And I also tell them if their child is is crying, that crying is contagious, and I want them to help me remove them right away, not because it bothers us, but because it, it's contagious to the other kids. So, Same as
0: going to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> yeah, one goes, they all go. So it is a rule, you have to go potty. And I wrote a little book that we give our kids when they join Just for Kicks, um, and, and it, it talks about there the rules, you have to potty before you get to class. So a lot of advanced communication before they come. Prior to this, uh, make sure they, you don't want their first experience to be frustration with your studio. So you want to talk about, like I go through um, what different performances we do in a year and I, any extra costs there's going to be, what they wear at each event, just kind of a major communication, what door to come in, where they sit, go through all of it. And I, I'm happily, is that shared in the downloads? Yep, yeah, exactly. so that's shared. You could just kind of see what we do and And I want to open that
0: door. I want to give them my email. So, Because these are your brand new families. And So as an instructor for Cindy, she sits down with us and tells us what she wants us to be communicating to the parents. And we actually bring them into class and go through all this material that's been emailed out to them. Um, We don't typically do it with the older kids as much because their parents aren't there. But for sure, the littler ones, we bring them in, talk to them. Because sometimes dad drops them off. Sometimes grandma's there. And so, like, they're not hearing all the things all the time, so we tell them over and over and over, especially at the beginning, um, all of the little details, so they're hearing it more than once. And I oftentimes have my assistants take over and go out and
1: talk to the parents, too, without the kids there, so you can talk about anything that's happening and... um, yeah, it's really, it's really great. So, And you guys, interrupt at any time with questions in the chat. We would love that. So next, I just try to go over a year at a glance with my young preschoolers so they know what to expect. I go all the way through everything we have the whole year. And I get them signed up on their separate band. And you can upload. Um, we haven't done this for our little ones, but I think we're going to do it next year, is we can upload their videos each week into band. That'd be so much easier than before we were making Facebook links and sending them out the the video as an extra service to practice with them. Okay, so parent communication, we keep talking about it. The next one is um the next one is calendars, and we're sharing these in your downloads too. But we do, I figured this out about five years ago that I had my calendars were very based on our older kids they were so based on our older kids that now I started doing one you could use this for like first grade and under and they're very cute they they go with the theme of what the month is i have little sayings that fit just that month like that the little girls are saying and so they're very user friendly for the parents they don't need all the stuff the competition kids are doing they don't need all that other stuff. They get confused. They get confused. You could give them that newsletter too so they would learn about the studio. I think that'd be good. But they also need this one that's just the facts
0: for them. So, so with the calendar, like I said, since multiple people are always dropping off, I'll go, did everyone get this calendar? Did you guys get that at class? You guys got, and almost every week someone's like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't get that. So even when we're handing it out the first week, I keep asking every week after. Yeah, and because communication
1: with preschool is huge,
0: yeah, and you're right,
1: one week grandma comes, mm-hmm. one week dad comes, one week mom comes, so it's crazy. Okay, so now we're just going to talk a little bit about teaching little kids. I have a couple things that I do that I might be unique to us, I don't know. <clears throat> I have my kids wear a scrunchie on their right ankle and their right wrist or just their right ankle, it will work, and... Um, you do all colors right here. We have pink because we had no boys in the class. But if I had boys in the class, I would use green. Just go on Amazon. They're 10 bucks for 12 of them. And you see I have the little sign there that says, put a scrunchie on your right ankle. That's outside the door so that I don't have to do it. I want them lined up when they're coming in ready to go. Another thing to think about this year with COVID is you do not want to be tying all these kids' shoes this year. So we're going to jazz shoes for little kids, just so I don't have to tie grimy little shoes that could have germs. So thinking about that, um, you might want to change that if you haven't done it. But that's one change we're making. And the scrunchie... It might sound stupid, but boy, I still sometimes will even go up to first grade with them. When I'm, I don't wear them all the time for first grade, but all of a sudden, if I'm teaching something and they're not, especially pirouettes. Yeah, pirouettes, like pick up this leg or pick up that leg. Um, If they're not getting it, I go, let's get the scrunchies on. Or if you're doing something where you're going like step and step, cross step, because I'll go plain foot, scrunchy foot, and they're getting it. So that helps. It really, truly does. You see the pink rug there? I don't. Okay, all right. Going on to the next page. Um, these are some things that you can get on Amazon too. If you like, I buy these for when we perform at a nursing home or something. I use those those scrunch. They they have Velcro on the back and they will hook to the carpet. We've also done some things where sometimes we have our show and we're performing in our own studio for Halloween, but in the prep for the show we're out in the lobby so we put those down on the carpet and we have an extra place to practice so the carpet
0: work these work really great on carpet especially for covid time for spacing things out too like parents yeah standing in the waiting room I mean it'd be easy for that too yeah you actually could use so these. coming in that's
1: actually a good idea for spacing parents out you could use these and they have to stand on their their little Thing. that'd be good okay so I also were really big on name t- takes I think your kids want to you need to know their names that was another thing with customer service we didn't talk about is you've got to make these kids feel special by knowing their names I make flashcards of my little kids because it's when you have this many kids it's hard like I said at one point we got up to 150 preschool kids we want to be known for the place to take your preschooler and we are we really are in our town, at least I, I I feel proud of it. And Amanda has taught our preschool for over twenty years. She has the same assistant that she's had for twenty years. And you get good at it, you get better at it every year. And Danny also teaches and I teach. So we know that our preschoolers are handled well. We put these name takes outside the room and the parents put them on before they come in. Now It's going to be different this year, too, with handling that. They might take it home with them this year and put it on at home and bring it so that we don't have to even
0: deal with it. So Um, one thing going to learning their names, I found for me, what helps me is I take attendance for my class. Like I don't let my assistant do it for the little kids because then I can see them and take their name. So while they're doing um, an activity or something, I'll be like, is Esme here? And then she'll raise her hand and I can connect with who she is to with their name
1: yeah i think that helps because the Mm -hmm. more times you say their name the better you know we
0: don't sit down and do attendance like Mm -hmm. um my assistant will be doing an activity with them right away something that's usually like a standing um not moving around one and i can do my attendance that way again i just want to
1: say think about how much your parents are paying a minute you don't want to make waste five minutes taking attendance so figure out a way to do it while something else is going on
0: All right, guys, that's the podcast. Um, Thank you for listening to part one of our preschool class in the podcast here. Um, Stay tuned. Part two is coming out soon. We'll see you guys later.